Hi guys, and welcome to the Extra Dynamic Podcast. All right, hi guys, it's Ashley, and today I am so excited for the topic of our podcast. So I've actually got a surprising amount of DMs asking me to talk more in depth about the gut microbiome. If you have listened to some of my past podcasts, then you would know that this is something that I actually, oh gosh, I just got a notification, something that I actually like just love to talk about. Um, So I was a bio, like bio and psych neurosciences. I didn't like, what was even my major? It was like, it was uh, psychological sciences. So it was like bio, psych and neurosciences. I don't even know if that makes sense. But I think I've actually done bio like the majority of my college career my college time and the other part of that I've been doing business just because I could not balance for the life of me doing bio with YouTube um which is fine because I think I'm going to go in more of like a business direction with my career after college um but still obviously to this day biology and things of that sort still really interest me so I forget what podcast I last talked about the gut microbiome, but if you don't know what it is, um, obviously I'm going to explain that today. It's basically like our in our gut, we have tons of microorganisms, archaea, bacteria, fungi, viruses that are in our human digestive tract, like our gastrointestinal system, and these microorganisms, um, I always like just only say bacteria by accident, but it's actually like a whole group of microorganisms um, that live there have such like a profound effect on our entire body, like, like our literal like livelihood pretty much, like just our risk of getting like diseases, even our emotions, our happiness, like there's just such a huge correlation between our gut organisms and just like how we are as people basically. Um, So it's just been a really interesting area of research um, for people maybe within like the past like 20 something years I want to say because it just has many different links to different like diseases and illnesses and things like that. Um, And then also if I have some extra time maybe I'll just talk about like how to get out of a rut because I've been struggling a little bit, but right now I actually feel like great. I feel so much better and I'm like, wow, every once in a while I kind of get like a slump, but I feel like I'm kind of out of it now. So maybe I'll even touch on like how I'm feeling better and like what I want to do and my plans and etc. But actually before we get too much into the other topics, let me just talk about where I am sitting right now. Got to give you guys an accurate picture of where I'm sitting, of course. So it's actually daytime right now. It's about like 1.40 p.m. It's Sunday, the day that I usually post my podcast, but I put off um, recording until really late, so I'm recording on the same day, which is fine. Um, but it's actually daytime right now, which is kind of weird because I am mostly used to um, doing the podcast at night, like in the dark. And right now there's actually like a decent amount of sunshine. Um, I'm in New York. It's cloudy almost every day, so there are clouds in the sky, but there's snow on the ground, so it's kind of like reflecting brightness. It's like pretty bright in my room, actually, which I love, so I'm really happy to just be here and to be talking on the podcast, and I'm really, really excited about today's topic. I hope that you guys will also be interested to learn about this, so this will actually be like pretty educational for all of us, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I was looking around, I was like, you know, I haven't brushed myself up on the gut microbiome in a while, but I actually found one of my old papers that just gives like an amazing 
overview of the gut microbiome so I was like thank god that I found this so I could just like brush myself up on it um it's from April 2019 when I was taking a microbiology class it was actually like a graduate microbiology class so I don't even know why I was taking it or if it was even required for my like degree at the time but I took it and so I found one of my old papers it's just called the gut brain axis and Alzheimer's disease pathology so this is from like about two years ago. Once again, like I said earlier, so the gut microbiome is in the human gut. It's the set of microorganisms, like I said before, bacteria, archaea, fungi, viruses in your human digestive tract. Um, it also, it, I think it like extends to the entire gastrointestinal system. So that's like your s stomach and like stool as well. I think a lot of like when they do research on it, a lot of it, you have to like they do be looking at people's poop, etc. So that's kind of epic. And the microbiome is the largest like area of microbiota in the human body. So obviously there's like bacteria, things like that all over the body, in your mouth, like even on your skin. But by far the most amount of microbiota is in your gut. Um, and what's actually like literally insane is that oh, I'm running out of breath because I'm talking too fast, guys. Um, so the human body expresses maybe like 20,000 genes while the human gut microbiome expresses about like 3.3 I think million genes. Um, we have eukaryotic genes obviously the microbiome genes are like prokaryotic genes. I'm so sorry if I'm like using weird words. I'm hoping most of you guys will probably understand. I'm sure all of us have like taken like at least like a regular like ninth grade bio course or something but so basically like the number of microorganisms um in our gut like they outnumber their host genes so like us being the host they outnumber them by like more than like a hundred times it's like just so insane the amount of genetic information in there and how many um, different microorganisms that we have and basically like the gut microbiome has a close relationship with health and disease um, and a lot of like research has shown how we can use our understanding of the gut microbiome to like maintain our metabolism, nutrition, like immune function, mental health, things like that. And so today I also want to talk about the gut brain axis. So the gut brain axis is really like a bi-directional communication system between your gut and your brain. Um, I think it's considered like a neurohumoral communication system. Um, so basically it's like neural, hormonal, and immunological signaling between the gut and the brain. And like I said, it's bi-directional. So things like stress from your brain basically can affect your, like the integrity of your gut epithelium. Um, which is a very interesting thing. Like if, I feel like I'm getting too ahead of myself, but like you can sort of get like a leaky gut where I feel like your gut epithelium can like let actually toxins like through it based on like just stress and other factors and maybe like eating too many processed foods, things like that, which directly like affect your overall health and can like give you pretty bad health issues actually. Um, but also um, there's serotonin which is like a huge thing that is um i think like 95 percent of your body serotonin is really um made by your like gut microbiota and so if you're like not eating very healthy that will like affect your serotonin like making so it just has like a very 
big effect on your overall like mental health things like that um so it's really actually important to think about like what you're eating and how your diet and other things can really like affect even your mental health um but there are many many things that obviously impact the gut microbiome other than your diet um taking um pills like antibiotics things like that like antibiotics can like obviously like destroy like even good bacteria in your gut and just like have not a good effect on your gut microbiome. Um, also just like life cycle changes, your geography, even like things when you were younger, like how you were born or like how you were fed as an infant can have an effect. And of course, stress is like a huge factor that can also affect you. Um, but yeah, let me get back to what I was talking about before. So basically, let me see what I was even talking about. My brain is like has too much information in it right now. One of the things that is like very important to the gut microbiome is eating enough fiber because the intestinal flora, um, it allows the, the digestive system to basically like ferment fiber and to synthesize like vitamins that are essential to us. And in cases of, I think they call it, I can never say this word, dysbiosis. So like an imbalance um, of like a m microbial imbalance or like a maladaptation, the gut microbiome can be pretty closely related with like meta, meta oh my god these words are so hard for me to say they're like in my mind but I can't physically say them metabolic disorders so things like type 2 diabetes um even cardiovascular illnesses cancers neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's disease which is um the main focus of my paper that I wrote back in April 2019 I hope I am not using too many scientific terms where it is like turning you guys away from listening to the podcast but hopefully it will be interesting, I hope. I'm, like, praying. Um, maybe we have some, like, bio majors listening. I would love that because I think that this is so cool. And if I stayed as a bio major, like, I would love to have gone into research, like, in this area specifically. Um, anyway, so let me give you guys, like, a basic gist of the components of the gut microbiome. So it's made with about, it's made up of about, like, 100,000 billion microorganisms which is so many and it's actually kind of like insane to think like there's literally just like organisms in your body and without them like we would not be able to live so that's why it's like a very symbiotic relationship where like we literally need them to live and they are so so important to our well-being and it's estimated I think that the gut microbiome has at least like 10 times the number um or, like, microbial cells within the human gut microbiome, it, like, there's 10 times more of those than the number of cells in the human body, which, like, I, my brain can't not even wrap around that. That's insane. Um, so there are lots of factors that f affect the gut microbiome. That's what I was talking about earlier. So I think I mentioned, like, oh my god, sorry, my dog is barking. I'm, like, getting off my train of thought as well. Okay, this is something that I thought is so interesting. So, the composition of a baby's gut microbiome, like, can be so affected by, like, the mother's gut microbiome as well. So, like, your neonatal composition of the baby's, like, microbiome really depends on genetics, how the baby's born. Like, if it's born, um straight out the birth canal bro or if it's like a c-section as well as based off of the nutrition whether they have like formula or breast milk it has like a huge effect on how even like as you grow up for the rest of your life 
how your gut microbiome functions. So you got to be making sure if you're going to have a baby, like you're eating well and you feed your baby well, because that will affect their overall health, like for the rest of their life. So basically diets that are low in fiber and higher in animal protein and processed foods, like actually promote the presence of harmful bacteria, which just cause inflammatory responses within the body. So inflammation is actually like a very big issue. Even things like pesticides can cause a lot of inflammation like within your body. So um, things like wheat, I think even like grapes, um, certain foods are just like very heavily pesticided. So for certain foods, I would really actually recommend if you can trying to like get organic or things without um, pesticides. So I don't know, like there's I think we should really be more mindful of what we're putting into our body because it not only like affects like our health and like how we like look and things like that, but like our emotions, I really think is kind of like underrated how much what we eat affects our emotions. You know what I'm saying? And then other than fiber, one of like the most important things is actually just having like diverse bacteria. So the way that you could get more diverse like bacteria as well as other microorganisms of course um is by eating many different foods so i know i can't remember the name of this guy but there's like one specific doctor who um like specializes in the microbiome and he's like oh i like he would like make a smoothie or something every week where he would mix together like a ton of different foods probably the smoothie tastes bad but like it's for your health so whatever mix together like so many different foods like just like a very wide variety and by having like a larger variety of foods um you get all kinds of different microorganisms that just help to support your microbiome and to make it more healthy so I guess like in total the things that you can do the most to help out your gut is to eat a bunch of fiber like make sure you're eating tons of vegetables things like that um Lots of, like, natural foods. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, try to eat some nice natural foods, um, as well as eating a bunch of different foods. And then, of course, you could even take supplements with, like, probiotics, prebiotics, things like that. Um, anything to just help the diversity and the growth. And literally, like, the growth and the flourishing, the flourishment of microorganisms in your gut. Um, all of that would be very helpful, not only for your overall health, but for your mental health. But of course, like, just a lot of things affect the gut microbiome that, like, we sometimes can't really handle. So, your culture, your location, your amount of stress, things like that, um, all have an effect, of course. And now let me get into the gut-brain axis. I kind of touched on this for a little bit earlier, and... This was so interesting to me because I did not even know that this existed before I took this class, right? So the gut-brain axis, basically, it's like the biochemical signaling that occurs between the gastrointestinal tract and your central nervous system. So like I said before, it's bi-directional communication system, basically, that's like super important for your management of homeostasis, um, aka just like the regulation of your body. And so a lot of the signaling within the gut-brain axis is actually done via the vagus nerve, which is like a cranial nerve that connects the brain to the body. Um, And basically, this nerve allows the brain to monitor and receive information just on like many bodily functions. So bacteria within your gut microbiome can actually like stimulate this nerve and transmit information about like 
the state of your intestines to the brain. It's like, that sounds actually crazy. And I like did not even know anything about this before I took this class. So I was like, this is actually crazy AF. What's going on? Um, and then also the, like your intestinal flora can basically produce a wide range of neuroactive molecules. So like acetylcholine, um, other like acids, melatonin, serotonin, all of those, like just very, very important, like hormones and molecules, things like that, like very, very important. So what I really looked into when I was taking this class was how the brain gut axis like seems to have a very close relationship with many diseases. Um, for example, I think it was said like 50% of people with irritable bowel syndrome, aka IBS, like I know I have like multiple friends with IBS, um, actually also have diagnosed mood disorders. And that can actually be linked to um, because of the gut microbiome. And obviously like that makes sense considering how like hormones, etc., things like that that are really important for your mood um, are closely linked to, obviously, your, your gut, guys. Um, I think that there was, there was a cool study where they transplanted gut-like microbes, I think it was into mice, I can't remember, um, but it showed that when, like, the bacteria from the gut of, like, depressed or anxious individuals were transplanted into um the guts of mice the mice actually began to like express depressed and anxious behaviors um even if they were like happy initially so it was like like that's actually kind of a crazy thing um obviously there still needs to be a lot more research done in that field but i think it's really cool that they could like see something like that um and then just to like take a little note on this just because i mostly studied about um its effect on Alzheimer's disease or like their effects on each other um but basically as you guys know Alzheimer's is a disease where it's like a neurodegenerative disease where um usually their symptoms are like memory loss um a declined ability for reasoning and like even like depression and other like neuropsychiatric symptoms um and a lot of people have Alzheimer's a lot of people's grandparents get Alzheimer's and it's like like it's actually like a really sad disease um so there are multiple like factors for Alzheimer's disease, like genetics, um, as well as even like environmental factors, things like that. Um, but a lot of research also has pointed to the gut microbiome's role in like pathogenesis of Alzheimer's. Yeah. And then, so what I researched with Alzheimer's, like, I don't want to even get into it too much because it was really about like specific things. I think it was like amyloid plaques. Um, what else was it about? I can't even remember. It was like the way certain things bind to receptors like across your in intestinal epithelial cells like the epithelium being like I don't know what other better way to like explain it than like the outside of or like the the lining of your intestines basically um and those all have just like a very big effect on like the formation of Alzheimer's obviously everything boils down to like certain microbes and like molecules and things like that um but yeah, guys, it's literally crazy. So basically what I have to say based on this, um, if you guys want to look up specific research that's like quoted, like research and things like that, um, 
or like citable, like very like good research, I would say to Google it. Um, but it's really, really cool to learn about. And I think it's such an like an awesome area for new research. Um, people are even doing like cancer research in this area, things like that. And it's just so cool. Um, and so with that being said, I think the main takeaway from this for me and hopefully for you guys is to eat more fiber, eat more vegetables, make sure like you're actually eating healthy. It has a much, much bigger effect than you would even think. Um, really what you eat, like it makes up who you are. It makes up almost like your feelings, your general health. It can affect diseases that you will get in your old age, things like that. So let's all be very mindful about what we're eating. Um, and just try to be healthy. Obviously, like, it's fine to eat unhealthy things, like, here and there. I love to be eating, like, a cake or, like, french fries or, like, random stuff. Um, but for the most part, like, maybe it would be good to integrate some, like, more smoothies. Maybe even take, like, some probiotic supplements, things like that. Um, very important. And I think what I have definitely realized is, like, I notice when my... Like, when I'm eating worse, my emotions are worse. And when I'm eating better, my emotions are better. Um, and, like, for one thing, it might just be because I'm, like, ooh, I'm, like, on, like, health kick. I just feel happier. But I think also, like, it literally has to do with, like, down to how your food's, like, being metabolized in your body. And um, on a molecular level and, like, the hormonal level, like, how it's affecting your your gut and your body as a whole. So guys, it's kind of insane actually. And I kind of went off for no reason talking about this for like 30-ish minutes or however long it's been since I started the podcast today. But literally it's insane. I know some of you guys wanted me to talk a lot more about this. So hopefully that was like as in-depth as you wanted. Maybe a little bit too in-depth even. But I think that gives you like a very good general understanding of the gut microbiome and maybe you didn't even know about the gut microbiome maybe you didn't even know about all the bacteria that's in your gut it's just a crazy thing guys it's literally insane and i think right now if you're still listening we're all pretty much blessed to now know about it and to be able to take this knowledge into our everyday lives so I'm feeling pretty epic. I'm in a great mood because I love to talk about this. And I should like, if I was going to go back to school, I would love to learn about this. I don't know what I would even do as a job. I would just love to learn about it. Maybe I should just like read more papers on it or something. I don't know. But I think it's very interesting. Anyways, guys, I don't even know how to get off of this topic. But maybe I can actually just give you guys like a little bit of an update on my life right now because I kind of skipped over that in the beginning and like literally just dived right into talking about like very sciencey things. So right now I actually just finished my first week of school and it is my last semester of school. So the first week of my last semester and I'm taking four classes right now. That's all I have to take to graduate. So I'm doing okay. Actually, like, all of my homework is due on Friday and Saturday, so I'm feeling kind of good right now that it's, like, Sunday, and I actually don't have to worry about any homework because I worried about that last night and handed in literally three small essays, basically, um, last night, right before the deadline. I, the night deadline's always, like, 11.59. I think I handed in, like, 11, like, 50 or something, and I was like, eh. but that's okay. 
Um, I have like a lot of paper homework for some reason this semester. A lot of my professors are like, please write like a bunch of reports and hand them in once a week, like on business and things like that. So that's what I'm doing for a lot of classes. So I'm doing a lot of typing. But like, it's kind of fun because I get to write on things that are interesting, I guess. I just saw like random stuff. I think my teacher wants me to like be saying things about like huge corporations, but I love to like be looking at like fashion and like social media news. And my professor was probably like, oh my gosh. Like I could have obviously written this week about like the GameStop like stock, but I know that every person in my class is gonna write about that, so I didn't write about it. So that's crazy, guys. And I wish I actually understood stocks better because even being a business student, in my classes, they haven't really taught us anything about stocks or, like, how to buy stocks or, like, how to do your own stocks. Like, we can learn about, like, the stock market and, like, calculating, um, like, returns, whatever, blah, 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 all of that type of stuff. But I really haven't got any good practical knowledge of, like, how to do things. So I'm like, oh my god, like, I thought that I would be learning that more, but instead they're like, no, we're gonna be doing mathematical calculations, um... Just, like, understand, like, money's worth over time and, like, things like that. Or how to most efficiently run your business based on the given resources and to set up a, an efficient supply chain. Things like that. Which, obviously, are helpful, especially if you're going to go to school and, like, try to be a manager and go out into, like, the job market and, like, get a job in business. Um, but for me personally, like, I just want to know how to file my taxes, etc. And I have not learned that. Um, luckily my dad knows how to do that, so my dad, like, teaches me, but at the same time, I'm like, bruh, I don't know anything anymore, but it's okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I think what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, kind of, is that I was having a rough time, like, a couple weeks ago, pretty much since November, and I'm actually feeling better now, and I think that's actually because I'm back in school, and I have something to do, and I have something to like, keep my mind off of just only doing YouTube, which makes me worried for when I graduate, because then I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be like how it was over this break, and I'm not gonna know what to do with my life, so I think this has made me realize I probably need at least like a part-time job, or just like something else to take up my time, and like to have a focus on while I'm doing YouTube, because if I'm only doing YouTube, I think I'm gonna go insane. Because, like, you can't just only think about doing YouTube, almost. And I think what's really hard is, like, during COVID, like, I just don't have as much things to, like, make content about. Because I used to be like, oh, here's, like, me going to school for a week. Um, here is me, like, traveling with, like, my family, like, going somewhere fun, things like that. Like, there's always, like, a new adventure to be had. But right now, like, I just have been at home for like weeks upon weeks upon week doing the same thing every single week to the point where I'm like I don't even know what more I can do on YouTube to like be fun and like stay fun but yeah so that's been kind of difficult but I'm actually guys I got like so much love on my last video like thank you so much if you watched my last video it was a video where I basically did um what was it it was like we did a Korean recipe but my mom spoke to us in only Korean it was like actually like a fun challenge video and I got, like, such a good response on it, and it made me feel so happy, and, like, I was, like, getting back on the right track with YouTube. So, thank you to everyone that watched that, or, like, left a nice comment, or just, like, liked the video, or even just watched it. Like, thank you so much. That means so much to me, and I'm really excited to, like, start doing more exciting videos, and I feel like I'm, like, starting to be proud of my videos again, and I'm really excited, and I'm having a good time. And I think I, like, thrive more when I have more things to do. Like, because school started, I feel like I'm way more productive in general overall, like, 
I'm back doing my podcast, I'm doing better at YouTube, and I think it's, like, low-key because I love to, like, do things to avoid doing other things. So, like, I would love to, like, edit a video to avoid, like, doing my homework or, like, doing, like, a class thing. So, like, I will edit my video, like, so much faster, whereas if I don't have, like, a class and editing is, like, the thing I need to do, then I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, I'd rather, like, do something else. But if... There's something that I could do instead of doing edit. I did that. Did that even make any sense? Anyways, I'm definitely way more productive when I have school. Um, also, just because like I like to sit in a class and learn things and like do other things at the same time. Like, I like to be multitasking. So like, if I'm in a class, I love to be like packaging up like orders for like my Poshmark or Andrew's Poshmark or like if I have something to sew I love to like sew it during my class I just feel way more productive and I know it doesn't matter to be productive um but like these are things that like I would put off that I wouldn't do otherwise and like they just sit weighing on my shoulders but then when I have a class I'm like oh this is the perfect time for me to like be finishing these tasks that I've been putting off so I kind of like love doing that and I feel like I pay attention to the class better if I have something, like, kind of, like, to keep me also busy. Maybe that's me just, like, literally not just, like, having too much on my brain. But I actually feel like I'm, like, good at focusing. Like, I can read a book for hours. Like, I can write notes for hours and, like, not get distracted. So I don't think, like, I need a distraction. I just think I like to make the most of my time, kind of. I don't even know. But, so I've been actually having a good time being back in school. I like to have something... Um, that sort of, like, guides me in that sense, which, like I said before, I feel like I might need to get some sort of job after college then, but then, like, I don't know what, like, should I be entrepreneurial and, like, do my own thing, or should I, like, try to, like, co-work with someone or a business, or should I, like, work for someone? I don't really think I want to work for someone, but I would work with someone, or I would work on my own. So, I will figure that out when the time comes. Um, but at the same time, I think I will probably, regardless, actually do, like, a year of just only doing content creation and, like, see how that actually goes for me, just so I know. And, like, if I hate it and I'm, like, I need to have something else to focus my mind on, then I will, like, go down the other route. But, yeah, that's pretty much what's up with me. And as for getting out of a rut, um, school has helped me get out of rut, but also I've been, like, doing a little bit more yoga, um, I love to go on walks. It's, like, too cold out here in New York for me to go on walks, but if you're somewhere in the warm weather, like, please, I'm begging you, like, go out on a walk and listen to a podcast. It makes your life so much better, and my mental health is so much better in the summer when I can, like, go on walks. Like, going on a walk is, like, the number one thing that I do, like, for myself to, like, I feel like I'm getting, like, low-key educated by listening to podcasts at the same time. Like, sometimes I will, like, straight up listen to, like, a French podcast that, like, actually helps me learn French. Or sometimes I'll just, like, listen to other ones that just, like, help me connect to other people and, like, learn more about myself and even just, like, disconnect away for, like, a little bit. If you guys can go on walks and listen to a podcast, like, literally please do that. Or if you have a treadmill in your house, like, that would be epic. I don't have a treadmill or any exercise equipment, really, in my house, except, like, my dad has, like, weights in our basement. Um, so if I want to, like, straight up lift weights, I could do that. Maybe I should do that because I'm pretty sure my muscle mass has decreased, like, immensely since I have not been able to go to the gym, like, basically since before COVID, right? So... Yeah. I remember the last time I went to the gym, I think it was, like, or it was, like, March, like, 10th or, like, 8th or 9th or something, and then, like, obviously, like, 
things were, like, kind of normal, and then, like, suddenly, like, March, like, 13th or whatever, it was just, like, nope, like, everything shut down. It was insane, and then, like, I was in the middle of, like, my spring break at my school, and I was, like, oh, I guess I'm, like, never going back to my school, and, like, I have not even gone to the campus of my school or been back at my school since March, and I'm gonna graduate, like, so whatever my last day was there that I don't even remember was, like, straight up my last day at my college. That's, like, kind of sad. And so I've done a little over, I will have done a little over a year of just, like, remote college, which I never would have expected myself to do. Um, but that's okay. And what's kind of sad is, like, I was finally, like, ready to, like, actually take more of, like, an advantage of my college, um, just, like, me being in college, like, I was, like, oh, like, I'll make friends now, I will do more clubs, um, like, things like that, and then, of course, I, like, decided to do that for, like, literally, like, one month into school, and then it was, like, nope, sorry, corona, and I was, like, okay, whatever, but maybe I will go back to grad school. Most likely I will not go back to grad school, unless, like, I really decide I want to do something else, but seems like a little a waste of money, for me to do that so I probably won't unless like I like literally decide like I want to be a professor or I want to like do something in medicine I would love to be a professor I think about that all the time like I would literally love to be a teacher or a professor oh maybe I should like straight up do that like I would actually love to be a French teacher however I would have to like learn French a lot better and then also like go back and like get a teaching degree which would be insane, but, like, I would love to be a teacher, because, like, you get to, like, connect with kids every day. I could wear a scarf and my French outfit, <laughs> and it would be amazing. And imagine if, like, uh, imagine if you did, like, little, like, study abroad things, like, with your students. Um, I don't know if any schools do that. My school did not do that, at least for the French people, but always the Spanish students got to do something, and I was, like, always mad, because, like, Obviously, like, they didn't, ha they didn't have to go overseas. They could, like, go to Mexico um, or, like, islands, like, in our hemisphere, right? Our hemisphere. Um, and, like, they would always get to go on trips. I'd be so jealous because the French students, like, never did anything. Neither did the Russian students, the German students at our school. We Our school offered four languages, Russian, German, French, and Spanish. And always only the Spanish kids got to go on trips, and I was so jealous, but it's fine. Imagine if, imagine if we, actually, no! The French students did go to Montreal, but only after I left the high school, they, like, decided that they started to go to Montreal. But yeah, so that's one avenue that I could go down. I would also love to write a book. I think about that all the time. I would love to write a book, like, a literal novel. Um, so I literally, like, I think I will. Like, I actually think that I will, but I, I also think I sound like I'm getting ahead of myself and, like, really doing a lot of things, because this year I decided to pick up Twitch and the podcast, and then I'm like, wait, actually, you know what, let me also pick up French. Actually, I was already doing French for, like, a long time, um, and then now I'm like, let me also write a book, bro. Um, but I read a lot, and I love to, like, read science fiction or, like, fiction. I would love to write, like, a fictional novel. Or like a fantasy science fiction novel like I would literally love to do that um but the thing is like you always know like your first book is like kind of gonna be trash like 99.9 percent .9 chance that like your first book like it's gonna be your first book it's gonna be like probably like not the best but like you need to write it to get better so I'm like wow I should really like just try to write a book and just like go with the flow and see how it is um 
So maybe I'll try to do that, but then I really gotta, like, try to imagine, like, characters and really, like, try to think of characters that, like, I love and, like, a plot that I love, so that's where I'm kind of at right now. I think I actually have, like, a good idea for a plot. I don't know, but, like, character-wise, like, I don't even have characters developed in my head, but I should maybe just start writing it. Has anyone else, like, decided that they want to write a book? It's, like, such, like, a random thing, but, like, I really would want to. So maybe I'll do that because I feel like that's, like, kind of my calling. <laughs> I don't know I like I like wrote so many chapter books when I was younger like I literally just like love to write things and I think it'd be really cool to like actually write a book but we'll see if I do that I think I should really hold myself to doing that even if it turns out trash like you just have to do it to like get it done and like to learn how to write in that way and then once you kind of get into the flow you can make better things in the future right so maybe I will do that Anyways, guys, I'm getting really off topic. Let me do my manifestations now. Epic manifestations. Okay, guys, so I think I actually basically talked about my manifestations before this, but I would love to get back into learning French. I would love to maybe even write a book. Um, and then I think I would love to take time away from school and really decide what I want to do with the job. So I would love to manifest, like, me really putting myself first and like deciding what I want to do with my career whether that be like being a teacher or something like that um any of those would be really cool so I think my manifestation is to really like look inward and to decide what I want to do another manifestation is like I really want to like have a better grip on like spirituality um or just like my understanding of like the world and I feel like I could figure that out a lot through writing which is why I kind of feel like I should do more writing um but I would really love to like sort of like come to like a conclusion almost like within my own ideas of like how I feel about like my existence on the planet and things like that because I don't think I've actually like sat down with myself and like really analyzed like my own thoughts on this I've just kind of like let it be like mix and mashed everywhere and I like don't know what's going on but I think if I like really just sat down with myself and like analyzed like what do I feel like is my main um not even my purpose I don't really feel like we have like a purpose other than to like just experience things but like I want to like get a better grip on like my my opinion that's not the wrong word but just like my feelings of my existence that probably sounded like it makes no sense but I love to have like a better grip on that and as you guys know, like, I'm not religious, but I would like to maybe have some sort of, like, spirituality idea or just, like, existence idea that, like, just gives me some sort of comfort in being alive. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't even know. But so maybe I'll look into that. That's my manifestation is to try to be dealing with that. And I think we're all on our own journey on that path anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. And this has been a very long podcast. Um, I've gone down many different uh, routes and roads and streets and talked about many different things. But I hope that you guys enjoyed spending some time here with me today. Um, I really like to do podcasts by myself. It's very therapeutic for me. And this has been really just a wonderful podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.